Welcome to the Live, Move, Feel podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Aitken. I'm an exercise physiologist with close to 15 years experience and movement is my cup of tea. Now, we know that there's a strong link between movement, mindset and lifestyle. So I hope this podcast will leave you with a few takeaways that allows you to live your life to the fullest. So put your earbuds in, get moving, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Live, Move, Feel podcast. Now, we are about two weeks out from Christmas, and what I am wanting to talk about today is the all-or-nothing approach that so many people seem to take over the Christmas and holiday period. Now, it's something that I've been speaking to a lot of my clients on over the last few weeks, and I think we tend to see this really commonly over this holiday season, and it is the reason so many people can struggle over this time, and also the reason why so many people often find that Christmas periods can have such a negative impact on their goals and their routine and their body composition. So before we go any further, um, I also appreciate that Christmas is a time for a lot of people to actually start to switch off and dial down their focus on their training and their nutrition. Now, if this is you, that is perfectly okay. But if this is you, then you also need to accept that this is a choice that you have made or are going to make. So there's no point in getting down on yourself come January when you've taken three steps back in your training and fitness and your body composition is not where it was four or six weeks ago. So remember guys, your choices will always have consequences, right? Before you make a choice, just check in with yourself and make sure that you're also okay with the consequences that that choice will bring. So having said all of that, I'm also not saying that you have to maintain a really rigid and strict routine over the holiday period and track everything that goes in your mouth, um, maintain you know, a training routine of five or six days per week. But there is a really big difference to enjoying this time of year with, let's say, a relaxed, mindful approach and being really present in everything that you choose to do, as opposed to just writing the month off completely, and probably not just December, that's probably also going to include January, and being so relaxed over that time that you don't actually care at the time what those consequences might be. Okay, so this is what I'm looking to cover today. We're looking at that all or nothing approach because once you've made the decision to write off the Christmas period, I can tell you it is going to take you a lot, lot longer than January 1 to turn things around and get yourself back on track. Okay, but again, if that is the decision that you've made and you're okay with the consequences, then go for your life. So what I'm going to look at um, in this episode, I'm going to run through mainly training and nutrition um, and look at how we can manage that over this time to allow you to take a bit of a step back um, from perhaps the rigidity or the routine that you're used to without seeing all of your hard work over the year land you back at square one come January. Okay, so let's just start with training. Now, you don't have to be tied to the gym over the holiday period. There are plenty of other ways that you can continue to move over this time. If you have specific goals coming up in early 2023, then you might not have the flexibility that some people do, you know, when it comes to actually taking a step back from your training over this time. And that is okay. Again, that is a choice that you've made in relation to those goals. Um, But for everyone else, if you are wanting to take a bit of a step back, change things up a bit, then you can do that. Um, But as always, I'm still going to encourage you to keep moving. So I tend to see you as having three options um, as to what you can do with your your training over Christmas. Now, option number one is to continue your current training routine. Okay. And I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Option number two 
If you need a break from the gym, you might choose to swap out some of your normal training sessions for some other forms of movement. So you might go for a hike. Um, You might go for a beach walk with family or friends. You might go down the beach and go for a swim. You might choose to go for a bike ride or go surfing or play tennis or volleyball or maybe even do some yoga or Pilates outside on the grass. Um, And with any luck, guys, if you're in Australia, um, our Australian summer will come good for us this year and we're not going to be uh, swimming in all the rain that we've had over the last couple of years. So that is option number two. If you need a bit of a break, swap out some of your usual training sessions for some other forms of movement. Um, And then option number three, you can throw in the towel if you really want to and you know, until 2023, until January 1, and pull yourself out of that black hole sometime in January or sometime in February. Okay, so three options, continue your current routine, swap a few things out, step back, have a bit of a break, try something fresh, or you can throw in the towel, that all or nothing approach and do nothing at all until the new year. Okay, now I think here most people are generally going to go for option number two. They might keep up some of their usual training routine, but then they're probably also going to take the opportunity to do a few different things as well. And what we know about movement is that it is going to be good and not just for your body, but also for your mind. Okay. So let me give you a quick example here as to how you might like to manage Christmas day. Now this can be super simple. One of the things I'm going to say is get up and get moving first thing of the morning. Okay. So move around as soon as you get up and before anything has a chance to get in the way during the day. Now what you might like to do here, you might like to get up and go for a walk. You might go down to the beach. You might be doing this by yourself. You might be doing it with family if you have family around. Um, You might take the kids outside to play in the park and you might run around with them. You might kick a ball. Okay. So plenty of simple things you can do on Christmas day and parents top tip here, give your kids things that encourage them to get out of the house and be active. So swimming gear, a boogie board, roller skates, a soccer ball, a cricket set, because all of those things guaranteed they're probably going to want to test them out on Christmas day. um, And that is a great opportunity for you to be active with them. Okay. So very simple things that you can do on Christmas day. And if you know your days around that Christmas and holiday period are going to be very busy, um, then again, my suggestion is to do something first thing in the day before you run out of time or other things crop up. Okay. So with your training approach, nice and simple, choose the approach you want to take. You're either going to continue with your normal routine. You're going to swap a few things out and do something different, or you're um, going to go all in and do nothing until the new year. And I would not encourage that at all because it's going to be a whole lot of hard work for you to get yourself back on track come January or February. Okay. So there are a few options there with your training. Now, With your nutrition, I think people seem to sign off on their nutrition goals in early December for some reason, and they don't ever really seem to switch back on until sometimes after Australia Day, which is the 26th of January, okay, here in Australia. So there is an awful lot that can go backwards in two months if you choose to run a free-for-all every day through the month of December, all right? Now, just... A reminder here also for anyone that is thinking of writing off the entire month of December, Christmas guys, Christmas is one day, okay? Just one day, maybe two if you really want to count Boxing Day, all right? Christmas doesn't last a week and it doesn't last a month and it certainly doesn't last two months, okay? So if you're thinking of writing off the whole month of December, just have a think about why you're doing that, okay? Now, yes, You might have a Christmas party or you might have a function every weekend 
through the month of December, possibly starting in November. Um, But generally, these are also only going to run for perhaps three to five hours at a time. Okay, so this time frame is likely going to overlap with just one of your usual meals. It's not going to overlap or affect the whole day. So if you normally eat, let's say four to five meals across the day, normally, four of those five meals on a day when you have a Christmas party or a Christmas function can actually be on track and they can be in line with what you would usually choose to eat as part of your you know, normal diet and as a balanced, healthy adult, because that is what you are. Okay. So there is no, no need to write off breakfast and lunch just because you have an evening function, okay? And there's certainly no need to write off the whole weekend, plus probably Monday, because you had a Christmas party on Saturday night. So let's just look at how you can actually get around this. And you've probably heard these suggestions before, but I am going to say it again. Plan ahead, guys. That is the best thing you can do. Plan ahead, okay? So you have a couple of fallback options for the days or nights when you know you'll be at a Christmas function. So here are two options for you. If you have a Christmas function um, or a Christmas party, let's say on a Saturday night, one of the approaches you can take is simply to eat the same meals and the same portion sizes on the week and on the day leading up to your Christmas party as you normally would. Okay, You can then go to the Christmas party, you can enjoy yourself, um, eat what you need to eat, have a drink or two, and then just jump straight back into your normal routine the next morning without any compensation or restriction. Just get yourself straight back on track. It was one meal out. It is not going to undo a week of you know balanced eating and a week where you've had just a really normal, healthy approach. Okay, so go and enjoy that function, get back on track the next day. Your second option um, is that you can actually bank or save some calories in advance that you've got a greater number of calories to spend at that Christmas party. Okay, so then again, get straight back on track in your normal routine the next day. Okay, so you might enjoy a little bit of additional food out um, at that Christmas party, back on track the next day. Okay, no compensation, just get it done. All right, and the other thing that we need to remember here it's one function or it's one Christmas party that has probably run from, you know, let's say 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. on Saturday night. Your Christmas party did not start at 5 p.m. on Friday night and it did not end on Monday morning. So there's no reason, again, to take that all or nothing approach and to write off your entire weekend. Okay, so it's a Christmas party. It's one meal out or it's probably going to cover the time frame of one meal. Enjoy it back on track before, sorry, stay on track before and back on track straight afterwards. All right. And I think on that note, just a quick word on alcohol, because I know this seems to run or flow quite freely over the festive season. So before I go too far here, again, I'm not saying don't drink. I'm not saying that at all. Um, Otherwise, you are all going to think I'm actually the Grinch that stole Christmas. But what I'm saying here is to be mindful of how things tend to work out when you have had a few drinks. And let me just give you an example on this. So let's say Um, you have a Christmas party on a Saturday afternoon. You might enjoy, you know, three or four, maybe five drinks over the 
four or five hours at that Christmas party and you might pick at a few canapes or nibbles that are going around um, during the function. So after that, the party starts to wind up and you start to head home and you're hungry, right? Because you haven't really had that much to eat since probably breakfast or maybe lunch. So what do you do on the way home? You're probably going to pull into Macca's or maybe you grab some Chinese takeaway or maybe you get a pizza because I think, come on, if we're going to be honest, who goes home after a Christmas party or an after, after an afternoon with a few drinks and actually makes themselves a salad um, or, you know, whips up some veggies and lean protein? So no one that I've ever come across. All right. So there goes the rest of your cali- calorie budget and then some on that Saturday afternoon or that Saturday night. But It doesn't usually stop there because on Sunday, what happens? You're going to wake up and you're probably going to feel pretty shit, right? Because perhaps a little bit hungover from the alcohol that you don't often drink and maybe even worse after having the Maccas or the pizza on your way home that night. So what do you do on the Sunday morning to make yourself feel better? I'm guessing that you're probably not going to be making a bowl of oats with some banana and some protein powder um, to ease that hangover. Now, I'm going to be putting money on the fact that you definitely didn't get yourself up out of bed and go for a walk or hit the gym. I think my money is going to be firmly on the bacon and egg burger or cook up that you get to drown that hangover, right? So you can see how that all or nothing approach and that snowball effect can come into play and can really start to have that negative impact on everything that you have worked for. So again, I'm not saying don't drink. More often than not, it's not the two or three or probably not even the fourth drink that's the problem. It's actually what happens after that, okay? So if you are going to have a few drinks, plan ahead, guys, and do it mindfully. So have a substantial meal before you go out or while you're there or prepare enough food the night before so you have leftovers when you get home and can eat that rather than calling up Uber Eats and getting something that you regret, okay? So in summary. Remember guys, at the end of the day, what happens at this time of year comes down to the choices that you make. So you can step back, you can relax, you can have a good time, but you can also do all of that and still hit January feeling good about yourself. So it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You can find a balanced middle ground even at this time of year. So on that note, I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I'd love if you can take a screenshot of it, pop it up on your story. You can tag me at Gemily underscore xfiz. Um, you can also hashtag the Live, Move, Feel podcast. So guys, I will get one more episode out before Christmas. But until that time, put your earbuds in, keep moving and have a great week. Mm-hmm.